This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Mark Spears is going to join us in just a second, but Linz, what do you got real quick? All right, really quick, guys. The field is set for the Home Run Derby, which takes place on Monday at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. The first round matchups are uh, Lewis Robert Jr. versus Adley Rutschman. Oh, the kid from Baltimore was really mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm. yeah. Pete Alonso versus Julio Rodriguez. Mookie Betts versus Vlad Guerrero Jr. That's oh, a good one. That's interesting. And then Adaltis Garcia versus Randy Arozarena. Oh, I like a Randy Arozarena. He's fun. Yes. So you can catch the Home Run Derby live here on ESPN 710 Monday at 5 o'clock. There you have it. Wait, this Monday here? Yes. yes. What's our deal? We're done. We're doing a one hour show. What well, do you I'm not working deal? on Monday, so. Yeah, Monday's a one hour Beto. show. Yes. Me and Beto for one hour? Read the yeah. calendar, Cap. I don't ever read the calendar. I just show up on time. <laughs> yeah. I do. You do show up on time. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. I don't read the calendar. Yeah, should have asked right off. I yeah. should have. You're right. F around and find out for one hour. I should. Yeah. All right. That one is hour. what you need to know. Brought to you by. Those are easy shows that's to work. That's what I, sh- I. I shouldn't be on for an hour. No. Yeah. That's an easy work. Yeah, don't day. waste the whole day off on a one hour. That's show. true. That's true. Who's wasting that's a day true. off for that? I wonder if I can chat GPT myself with Beto. Yeah. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Mark Spears of Anscape. ESPN NBA coverage with us here, friend of the program. Mark, you can't take a day off if you only have an hour of work, right? That's a waste of a day off, right? I mean, you do what the job asks you to do. There you go, Cappy. As long as the pay is the same, right? Yeah, but I've been I've been fetching, if I'm being honest, about this whole, like, you know, Monday you work, Tuesday's 4th of July, Wednesday you come back to work. 4th of July is a drinking, celebrating, partying holiday. I don't know. I just on a Tuesday it needs to be a three day holiday. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you talk to people for a living, so it's not like you're, you're, you're shoveling coal. It's oh, fair. well, listen, um, I, I am not working a jackhammer. That is true. But yesterday, my girlfriend <laughs> did make me do some gardening, which was not something that I, you know, these hands, these hands are not exactly hands built for gardening. George, take a look at these things. They're nice and smooth. They you are very smooth. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I kicked some ass though out there. You'd have been proud of me, Mark. Do you moisturize? Of course, yeah. Jurgens didn't moisturize your face because you're all red. No, no, the, this is I'm back now to the oil of Olay. Oh, I see. You know, all right. Uh, well, Ma- I, I need some help in my backyard, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Spears, so good at it. Yeah, there I we go. Now. There you go. You're a prodigy in the yeah. backyard. All right, so Mark, let's start with the Lakers, and then I want to ask you about Dame. Um, what did you just make of what they did this off season? Hmm. I've been mixed. I love it, and then I'm I'm impressed, and then I'm like, well, is it all that impressive? I kind of go go back and forth, right? But w- what I am impressed with was mostly getting Reeves back. I, I just and I like him for the number that you guys are getting him back. Um, you, you know, bringing the band back together. You got to remember, this is a team that you know shocked the world and made it to the Western Conference Finals, but. I'll tell you what, the guy I'm really impressed about Lakers getting, let let me rephrase that. I am impressed with what they did. I am very impressed with what they did. On the top end, the back end is is a work in progress still, and I'll I'll explain. Gabe Vincent was an amazing signing, too. I I didn't see that coming. 
I didn't see that speculated. I didn't know where that was coming from. I think the assumption was that he would return. Obviously, Damon Lillard's of interest in Miami, but saw Gabe Vincent two days ago in Sacramento. He's certainly very excited, and I, I assume that he's coming there to start. So you bring Russell, who you got back, coming off the bench, um, giving him a, a scoring boost. He should be a So you, you think that's where he's going to be? Score. You think he's going to be on the bench? Because I think that's his best role. Who, Gabe? No, no, uh, Russell off the bench. You think Russell's coming off the bench? Yeah, I think so. Me too. I mean, like, why Why would Gabe come there to come off the bench? Yeah, he's a better he's defender, too. Miami. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I, I like the Russell role coming off the bench, giving a scoring boost. He'll get more scoring opportunities that way. Um, so I like that. Um, the, the two interesting guys are Jackson Hayes and Cam Reddish. You know, they, these were like lottery picks, people that were expected to have huge careers. If I'm, uh, you know, and and neither one of them have lived up to the billing. I mean, New Orleans basically said you could go ahead and go. Um, Cam Reddish was supposed to be a dead eye shooter, wasn't he? Like a third pick, and he just didn't work in Atlanta. Didn't work in New York. Never really got the opportunity. Um, I'm curious to see what the Lakers can do with those two guys. And by the way, they're both 23 years old. They're kids. I mean, they really are. I know people think they're adults. They're grown men. They play in the NBA. No, 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 no. They're they're still little babies. But, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is there's still development for them. But the Lakers are also in a position where they ain't got time to wait to, to to burp them either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're mm-hmm. trying to win a championship. So, are they position or that they were before? Like, I don't do. I don't even really expect either to play. I know, I know, but so, I think of those guys as being so, two years from now. I really do. I, I think uh, of the you know, Lakers don't Lakers ain't a two years from now franchise. They're right now franchise. I know. So I know, but I think I, that I, those guys. My, my point is, if I'm them, on where they just need help, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not somewhere that needs to win now. So that's why I was saying a mix because I'm, I'm with you in terms of this young talent, but I just don't see it any way either guy gets on the floor. And in terms of Torian Prince, uh, I like him as well. He's a vet. He, he could. You know, kind of Swiss Army knife kind of guy. Can do a little bit of everything. Professional. I think he gets on the floor. Uh, so, all in all, I think it was uh, Rob Pelinka has done an, about as good of a job as any GM since the start of the year. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying about those two young guys is they're young enough to find out if they're going to be anything for you when LeBron and AD are likely gone. And who knows? They're cheap enough, I think, to, to find out over the next two years. But I just want to go back to one yeah. thing you were talking about earlier about D'Angelo Russell. George, do you remember – when there was a report during the playoffs that there was talk of putting D'Angelo Russell on the bench and having him come off the bench, but there was somebody inside the Lakers that told McMiniman, like, we don't want to lose him. You know, do you but, remember that? But it's different now because the the story that came out already this offseason, to, you know, to, which is why Mark thinks that he may come off the bench, is that him and Vincent will battle for the starting spot in camp. Okay, all I'm saying, though, is, is that if Gabe Vincent starts, and I think Mark is right, why would he leave Miami to come to the Lakers if he's not going to be a starter? It kind of maybe gives us a little bit of an idea that it was a good signing for D'Angelo if they need him, 
but it's also a very, very tradable contract. That makes sense, Mark? Yeah. No, no, I agree with that. Um, I mean, if you're looking at the numbers, D'Angelo will make more money, but he's made so much money in this league, his, his number's likely going to be higher anyway. But, I, man, Gabe Vincent was just had an outstanding postseason. Um, he earned that starting spot. Um, obviously got it when Kyle Lowry got hurt, but he kept it. You know, Sedano's a resident, you know, heat expert as well. So oh, we know, that we know that. That was an easy thing to, to hold on to. Um, so I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with what uh, Namdi did into this league from UC Santa Barbara, the California kid, and he's also, the Lakers are getting a high-class person. He's one of the best people I've met in covering this league since 99. So, uh uh, amazing pickup, and again, I do expect him to start. And Darvin Ham's a straight no chaser guy, man. If <laughs> if, he, if he wants Russell to come off the bench, I expect it to happen. Uh, Drew Garcia tweets us in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, our community on Twitter. I want what at Sedano is smoking, talking about D'Lo off the bench, uh, crying emoji, laughing emoji. Second overall pick over G Leaguer. Have some damn respect. Uh, that second overall pick doesn't mean nothing when you've been in the league well, for eight I mean, years. So, so that's the case, and Cam Reddish should start, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, being the second overall mean pick mean, doesn't mean anything eight years later. You well, know what I mean? Especially yeah. when they got rid of him early, and, and this is his like redemption tour. Yeah. Come on, get out of here. Uh, so anyway, um, all right, let's talk about Dame. So there's a lot of stuff out there. What are you hearing about Dame, and what do you expect? Or how do you expect this thing to unfold? I, I expect Miami. That's where he wants to go. That's, I think he's earned enough uh, respect and, you know, um, equity from that franchise that, you know, it's a unique case where he likely will get what he wants. Um, you know, some would probably say, well, why should he get the pick? Um He's not just going to leave just to leave. He wants to be in a championship situation. Miami would give him that uh, with Bam Adebayo and Jimmy. I think he's also attracted to note state tax and and probably just to rebrand himself in a place like Miami could be certainly very cool. Um, But, you know, if you're another team, like why would you take somebody that doesn't want to be there who's on that level of a person, a future Hall of Famer? Like you just – and, and moreover, Portland, for example, like at some point, Dame's jersey is going to be retired. Dame's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Dame is so popular that even after the trade request, he had two uh, pre-scheduled public events in Portland, and they were packed. Like he's beloved there. So nobody's like beating up the fact that he wants to go now. I, I just think that oftentimes in these, or not oftentimes, because these are rare situations. In these rare situations, you got to think not short-term, but long-term. You got to think that, hey, um, we're going to want this guy to be a part of our franchise. We're going to want him to be excited about getting his jersey retired. You don't want a Kevin Garnett situation. You don't want a Carmelo Anthony situation. You don't want a situation like Kevin Durant will have with Oklahoma City when his days are over with. Um, so I, there is one team, man, that I think might not be scared to pull the trigger even though he doesn't want to go there, and that's the Boston Celtics. 
I, I agree with Kendrick Perkins. Like Dame does have a relationship with Jason Tatum. If I'm Jason Tatum, I'm getting on the PJ, trying to talk to him face to face and convince him that Boston could be a good place for him. I, I, I consider them kind of the dark horse and the only other horse in the race. But my expectation is that uh, Dame ends up in Miami. But they would have to trade Jalen Brown, which I don't know if they're inclined to do so. I don't think that their package of like Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon nah, is, is that I'm, good. I'm with you. I mean, if I'm Portland, less Jalen is. You right. know, because right. I, I mean, that's like Tyler Hero hate. I'm not understanding. Like, I get it. Portland has other players like Simons. And yeah, they have similar players. Two, but right. And Tyler Hero is pretty darn good, man. So like. Why they wouldn't want Tyler here, or maybe that's just you know good or whatever. But he's a pretty talented young player, one of the best shooters in the league. I don't, I, I just figure out the talent, right? Um, but to your point, George, like if I'm Portland, I'm 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 not just doing it respectfully for Malcolm Brogdon and Robert Williams and a bunch of picks. No, no, man, I want I want Jalen. Yeah. Well, think about it like this. I'll I'll put it I'll put it in a football comparison. Portland has to do for Dame because of how good he's been for them for so long, regardless of how much money he's made. They need to do for him what the Detroit Lions did for Matthew Stafford. Like they they literally sat down with him and said, Hey, thanks for all these years, man. Thanks for all these beatings you took. Sorry for all the losing. We're gonna get you to a winner. And then what we need in return is we gotta have a starting quarterback come back our way. Right, and they well, but in the NBA they want re, they, you want to rebuild in that scenario. So I mean, I think that's part of it. But well, but you know what? I'll say this: if, if you could get, if I'm Portland, forget the whole rebuild thing. If I can get Jalen Brown, right? But you're not. <laughs> like, and I have Scoot, and, yeah. and I can get, you know, with no, you still got Jeremy Grant, right? You still paying him, and uh, which I don't get either. They should just get off that deal at this point. Because they could till to buy, they have till tomorrow to do it. But 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 I'm but I'm telling you, if I'm Portland, that's what I'm asking for. You want them that bad? That's what we want. Right. This now, ain't like this ain't a league. I mean, this isn't like Burger King. They can't Portland can't just have it their way too. I mean, <laughs> like, BK, <laughs> have it your way. Yeah. You rule. Yeah. Like, All right, Mark. Real quick, as we're up against the break, so I'm just gonna ask you a question. You can just give me a a, a quick ten to fifteen second answer. Because I've had uh, discussions with people um, about like this notion that Dame and his agent will not report places. He's actually said this two years ago, like when he started to soften the ground. Do you believe if he's traded somewhere he doesn't want to be that there is a real potential for him to sit out? Portland do that to him. Say that again? You dropped out. Why would Portland do that to him? Send him somewhere he doesn't want to go. Yeah, I, I just can't see Portland just that 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 there's there's too many long term ramifications against the franchise to do that. I agree you don't with that. Do that. I agree with that. Yep. I think you made a good case. Spears. Last while, I do like the Matt Stafford comparison. Like you just even on a perhaps even on a higher level, they can't do that today. Spears, you're the best, buddy. Mark Spears, Anscape.com. Of course, ESPN's every NBA coverage as well. I'll see you in a couple days in Vegas, brother. Yes, sir. I think thank you again. There he is, Mark Spears. All right, quick break. Uh, Coming up next, big deal. No, not big deal, no deal. Radio Tinder, award-winning Radio Tinder, a little early because we're off at 5.30 today for Angels Baseball. So stick around. We're back in two minutes. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. No, that's not a sign that Mason and Ireland are on. 519 in the Southland. Radio Tinder time because coming up at 530, we go to Angels Padres. And you know we like to play a TV theme. On this day in 1989, Seinfeld premiered on NBC. They didn't think it was going to be a hit, Cappy. Turn your mic on. Guess they were wrong. Yeah, it ended up being a hit. Monster hit. Thanks for, the, thanks for the insight. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Born and Bred in Downey, our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Oh, I got you back you in the face me. from you last week. You hit me perfectly. I mean, but that was you. a sucker punch. <laughs> I was at you. least throwing it right at you, and you had a chance to be a catcher. Not a pitcher. Right. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. I'm going to go eat a Snickers bar. Don't, don't because don't you're, do it. You're, you're going ruining to dinner. your dinner. No, yeah, dinner. I'm tired. Don't ruin your dinner. Have yourself a Celsius. There's one. Oh wait, you can't drink those either. Dang. Sorry, Chris. All right. So, the Birmingham Stallions won their second consecutive championship over the weekend, beating the Pittsburgh Maulers. Instead of celebrating by pop, popping bottles of champagne, the Stallions capped their USFL championship by popping forties. Champagne of beers was their drink of choice as they chugged Miller High Life on the field. Videos went viral. The guys looked like they had a great time. So if you could not celebrate with champagne, let's say that's off the table for whatever reason, mm-hmm. what beverage would you choose to celebrate with? It's got to be something bubbly, though, right? Whatever you want. Anything you want. I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to say I'm pretty simple, dude. Okay. So I'm, I'm going with beer. But what kind of, like, what? Well, icy cold Coors Light. Okay. okay. Naturally. Right. Clearly, yes. Sponsors. Yes. You know? Same. You're just going to spray Coors Light all over the place. Well, I've seen guys celebrate with beers in the locker room. They're just shaking them up and going, shh. I like the idea of 40s better than like Kanzo. I think it's kind of funny. What kind of 40s? Were they oldies? Like I said. Oh, they were Miller Lights? Yeah, Miller High Life. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Not oldie. What's oldie? Old English. What's that? You don't know what old English is? Malt liquor. Nope. You're too young. It's okay. Never heard of it. How about a Schlitz malt liquor bowl? Nope. <laughs> Those commercials were great. Those are awesome. Schlitz Mount Licker Bull. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. OD. O- oldie. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. By the way, right now, I've got a lot of street cred happening right now. Right now, because you said Schlitz Malt Liquor Bull? And Old English yeah. in a 40. How about a Mickey's 40? Mickey's is good. Yeah. But it's not an oldie 40. Colt 45? Not the same. Never had. I mean, 40. Billy D. Williams did Colt 45 commercials. He did make it cool. Yeah. That's true. They yeah. sing about it a lot in songs. Yeah. About a 40? About Colt 45. Oh. All right. What's next? All right. So 
I finally gave in and watched this show on HBO, HBO Max, called The Idol. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. but I've heard of it. It's the yeah. one with The weekend, right? Yes, it stars The weekend yeah. and Johnny Depp's daughter, and, and it's got terrible reviews. John Ireland says he loves it. He it's says, the worst oh, it's so show bad. I've Tons ever of seen. Sex. It's, really? It's, that's what he says. He, it's told, not even, he said you'd like it because oh, of that. I, no, I, I you bet. wouldn't. You wouldn't. Because even <laughs> no, that, bad. it's uncomfortable, weird, creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever look at The weekend the same again because I feel like he's embodied this character so well that I can't disassociate the two. But it's the worst show I've ever seen. I was like, I just need something. <laughs> I'll power through it. Whatever. It can't be that bad. I watched two episodes and I was like, I, I couldn't even finish the second one. It was that bad. Worst show I've ever seen. So wanted to ask you And guys, HBO does not do bad right? shows very often. Well, what happened with this when there was a lot of controversy because I guess they made it and they were almost completely done filming and then they're like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Someone doesn't like something here, like the director or whatever. So they reshot like the entire thing. And the new version of it, whatever version it is that they put out there, it's terrible. It's so mm-hmm. bad. So okay. bad. So what is the worst show or movie that you can remember watching? Oof. What is the worst show or movie? Hmm. I can't think of anything that I was a can. bigger waste of my time recently. I don't know. I, I, I um, I don't know. I mean, there's been some bad movies, but I, I just, I've learned to have a pretty good bad movie detector from the gate, like from the jump. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I there's a lot of movies I avoid, just period. Like you could just give me a title, and I'll be like, mm, no, I'm out. I recently saw a really bad movie. Um, wow. This is a couple weeks ago, and you know, Rachel is um. What's called an HSI? Do you guys know what an HSI is? No, it's a mm-hmm. like uh, I didn't highly know highly sensitive individual. Yes, yes, I yes, an that, HSI. Yeah. And uh, so she can't watch any movies with violence or like anything that I want to see, like action, adventure, violent. You know, <laughs> people getting whacked in the whole deal. Right? I mean, I'm not a big fan of those movies if it helps. So I'll she wanted it. she wanted to watch some rom com, and I don't remember what it was called, but something about like a Biza and like a whole bunch of anybody know what I'm talking about? A mm-hmm. rom com, a Biza, something. I don't freaking know. Um, nope. And it was horrible. It was a horrible movie. This is a really, really bad movie. Anybody? Is know? it called Ibiza? No, it's called a, something <laughs> in Ibiza. Because you know I was going to say that I just Googled it and it says that there's a, a movie called Ibiza, raunchy rom-com. Um, I don't know. Who's in it? Uh, it says Ibiza Love Drunk. Is that the name of it, maybe? Um, I don't is know. It just I don't know out? anyone who's in it. Did it just come out? No, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it was one of these things. Oh, uh, is it... The, the girl from Saturday Night Live's in it, right? Yeah. Kate. Well, what's her name? Something. Yes. I know who you're talking about. Yes. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so Can I bad. just plug in one really bad movie that I'm mad that I paid for? The Flash. It was oh. so bad. Oh, I, I, would, I wouldn't see, even I wouldn't watch, watch that. that yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even bother. I didn't want to, but because I am like a superhero-y person that wants to yeah, watch them, I, I was like, huh. It was bad, yeah. I like superhero so, movies, but there's certain ones I'll draw the line on. That one was, just don't waste your money. Somebody in the circle hit me up with what movie I'm talking about. It's something with the word Ibiza in it. It's a dumb little rom-com, and yes, the girl from SNL is That's in it. That's what I just said. He, yeah, she just right. gave you the name. I, but what like is it called? Ibiza Love Drunk or something. Ibiza Love Drunk? Okay. Yeah. Bad movie. All right, what's next? By the way, my nephew was like, oh, you should see the new Spider-Man movie, and I was like, I can't even do it because I, I can't. They're all different in the different multiverses and universes and they're different storylines. Yeah, I think you got to watch. I mean, it's the animated one. So you got to watch the previous oh, animated yeah. one. I wouldn't you got to watch the two most recent and the, the two animated ones. They're actually very good movies. I've been told I haven't watched either one, but I've been meaning to. Mm. All right. Since we don't have time for a big deal or no deal, mm-hmm. I'll do that one here. A majority of U.S. workers say that they don't fully unplug from their jobs. And 17 percent say that they stay fully connected when they're away from work, according to a recent survey. Mm -hmm. Fear of missing out 
We all know somebody here who has a little FOMO from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one reason that a lot of people stay plugged in and they don't take vacation time. Some employers, of course, periodically shut down entirely to give employees a chance to recharge, which, mm-hmm. you know, we had those recharge days, so that was cool. But is the fact that so many people don't unplug from work at all, is that a big deal or no deal? Mm. Oh, we're doing big deal or no deal. I yeah, said I'd do one more. She oh. said she didn't have time for it later. Yeah, you know? so I'll do we one. We got Angels Padres yeah. coming up here. So Slipping one in there. I'm gonna um I'm gonna say not a big deal. Because like I'm one of those people. Exactly. Because when you went on vacation you said, Well, how how'd it go, George? Hey, uh, just so you know, I'm I'm not like totally out of pocket. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not yeah, off the grid. You just call me if you want. Yeah, I'm not yeah, off the emails grid. And stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, call I was me. I'm not, free. Right. There, there are times where I'm going to be off the grid. It's pretty, pretty rare. But in this last, you know, most recent thing, I was gone for three days. I'm like, yo, I'm not off the grid. If you guys need me, let me know. And Lindsay, you hit me up because you were looking for the uh, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter. Yes. You were looking for that song. Well, it's only because you were responding to texts like, Earlier in the day, or yeah. texting us something earlier in the day. It wasn't because if you had not said anything the whole time you were out, yeah. I went in and texted you. But mm-hmm. I texted you about that because there was, you know, we needed to know. But yeah. Bedouin Whittier got it for us. Nice. But yeah, that's you. George is the opposite. I am the opposite. Uh, so no deal for me. All right. Are we done here? We're done because we're done in 30 seconds. <laughs> that's ridiculous. What's ridiculous? We're off now? Well, yeah. But I got to tell you about my friends at Tequila Mandala real quick, because Radio Tinder, the award-winning Radio Tinder, is presented by the award-winning Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Cappy, great job. Not right. a bad job by you. Yeah. Lindsay and Laura, excellent work. Christopher, great job as well. We will talk to you mañana.